and I am coming from New York City, New York. Let me tell you guys that I am so excited, I am so happy, I am really so thrilled to be right now sharing this amazing, glorious, super exciting moment of my life with all of you guys. And let me tell you that we are really changing the world as we know it. The world is not anymore the way it used to be. Mm -hmm, no, no, no. One of the reasons that we are in the financial mess that we are today globally is that people do not understand the difference between currency and money. Currency is a medium of exchange, a unit of account. It is portable, durable, divisible, and something called fungible. Fungible means that each unit is the same as the next unit. A dollar in my pocket buys the same amount as a dollar in your pocket. Money is all of those things plus a store of value over a long period of time. Even financial planners, bankers, your accountant, they don't understand the difference between currency and money. The currency in your pocket is a medium of exchange. It's a unit of account because it's got numbers on it. It's somewhat durable, it's portable, it's divisible in that you can make change, and it's fungible. A dollar in my pocket buys the same amount as a dollar in your pocket. But because governments can print more and more and more of it and dilute the currency supply, it's continually transferring wealth out of your pocket, out of your bank account, to the government and to the banking system. The reason that gold and silver are the optimum form of money is because of their properties. It's an easy medium of exchange because gold and silver store a large amount of value in a very small area. It's a unit of account. Pure gold has the same value all over the planet. So an ounce of gold buys the same amount here in Egypt as it would in China or in the United States. It's durable. The same gold that Egyptians were using in trade 5,000 years ago is still here with us today. It does not corrode. It's divisible, you can make change with it. It's very portable. You could use something like oil as money, it's just that you can't carry around a barrel of oil on your back. It's fungible, pure gold is the same wherever it is on Earth. Pure silver is the same wherever it is on Earth. It's limited in quantity, that's the reason that it maintains its purchasing power. Governments cannot print it. 
Over the last 5,000 years, only gold and silver have maintained their purchasing power. There have been thousands upon thousands of fiat currencies, currencies that are unbacked by gold or silver, and they have all gone to zero. It's a 100% failure rate. Well, fiat currency, of course, is um, a currency that is, exists at the dictate, or by fiat, from a, from a government. You say they have their printing presses, and the paper money rolls off the printing presses. And then they give it the fiat designation, which in, makes the, the currency official. It's just worthless paper. But when Ben Bernanke gives it the special sign and they have the cult meeting at the Federal Open Market Committee meetings, it suddenly becomes currency. If you look at what's really going on, it's, it's a con game. And so there's confidence. Well, the Federal Reserve is very forthright about what they're doing. If you read their websites, they'll tell you it's a confidence game. By the way, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. How's everybody doing out there? And uh, hope you guys are ready for an awesome show. Um, we're going to get back to doing good shows. We, we can still get drunk and fucked up and high as we usually do, but we're going to have a pretty good show. We're going to get back to what we used to talk about. You know, we're going to go from there and see what happens. But I get, I get this question asked a lot by a lot of people. You know, uh, you know what's going on? You know, because a lot of people do know that I do know what's going on. So, you know, this is why we're kind of starting back to the basics and we're going to get back to basics. And so we're going to start learning about what the hell's going on since a lot of people still don't know what's going on. So that hopefully we can, uh, you know, uh, salvage something here before it gets any worse. Because, you know, the reality is that all this is emotion. All this is going to happen. Whether you like it or not, it's already happening. And so, you know, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to, you know, um, save yourself? I'm always toasted. You already know what's up. Um, but how? I just had a fat ribeye steak. And, uh, you know, I'm nice and full, nice and good. You know, I'm out here doing all right. You know what I mean? Uh, um, again, this I, I got two ribeye steaks out here, um, you know, about over a pound. Okay? You know, between both steaks uh, for me and the wifey here. Um Five, no, six bucks, six dollars, okay, for two two ribeye steaks, right? You know, plus the rest of the meal, what I spent, ten, eleven dollars um, for a, a nice meal for both, all right? We just had that. Um, and we're going to be talking about that. Why can I do that here in Mexico and you can't do that in the U.S. anymore? Well, not for a hundred, not for eleven dollars. It's going to cost you probably a hundred ten dollars. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> you know, and then that's going to the fucking Piggly Wiggly or whatever. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? Um, we're going to be talking about that. So we're going to get back into basics. Uh, welcome to everybody. A lot of new viewers out there. Welcome to the old viewers. Um, whether you're watching this now or in the future, what have you, um, you know, just welcome. I know I got a lot of new subscribers, new viewers, and uh, just hang out. Yeah, tomahawk steak would be great. Uh, but ribeyes for now. But anyways, um, you know, we're out here already... Uh, you know, getting the party started. It's been a long day. Um, we're doing the night show. All right. We're going to do, I think, you know, this is, a, you know, kind of like the late night show. You know what I mean? This is what we're going to be doing out here. You know, uh, why not? And you already know how we do. So I'm going to like, I'm going to let Mike Maloney get back into to this conversation and let him, uh, you know, uh, continue educating you guys a little bit about this stuff and re-educating, you know, people like me and others out there um, that already know what's going on. But hey, you know, a little refresher, because the thing is that the reality is that uh, 
you know, all this is happening right now, like in real time, literally, literally. And so it's so crazy to see it happen in real time. And it's like, I want to watch this again to just make sure, <laughs> you know, we're on the right track, you know, make sure, you know, uh, we got all our ducks in a row. You know, this is like, um, look, the plane's about to crash and like, uh, you know, we're watching the video again, you know, of like, you know, uh, how to how to put on the breathing mask and how to put on the fucking life vest and how to, how to survive the plane crash. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to just get back into that because a lot of people ask me, a lot of people are constantly asking me, you know, what we can do. And uh, this guy's going to explain it in the best possible terms possible. You know, one of the things you can do is get yourself some gold or silver. And uh, we'll talk about Bitcoin and crypto as well, because I know a lot of you guys, you know, are constantly asking me about that. Well, fuck us. Fuck us. Anyway, so we're going to fuck us here. There you go. Look at that. <clears throat> no silver, silver coin. Made out of pure silver. But anyways, let's get back into it. All right. They tell you that there's no intrinsic value in their money. They'll tell you that they print it backed by absolutely nothing. They actually display all these facts. But if you tell somebody in the public that this stuff is created out of thin air, there's no backing whatsoever, it's absolutely worthless, it's about as valuable as monopoly money, they'll look at you like you're nuts. Is there an example throughout history of a fiat currency, a piece of paper that's unbacked by anything surviving? Short answer, no. Long answer, no. And here's why. When Addison Wiggin took over at the Daily Record when I got cranked up, uh, Bill Warner asked him to catalog all of the fiat currencies throughout history and what happened to each of them. Addison dutifully went to work. Within a short period of time, he had gone through the alphabet. All the fiat currencies that started with the letter A were done. They all went to zero. He was halfway through the letter B and all the fiat currencies that started with the letter B and there were 600 of them in just the first letter and a half of the alphabet and every single one of them went to zero. Every one. 600 fiat currencies that start with the letter A and half of the ones that start with the letter B are 600 of these things. Not one ever came close. Do you think this one, the United States dollar, is going to be the first one after all that? <laughs> I don't think so. No. No currency, fiat currency has ever survived. None. That's right, that's right. And the dollar's not gonna be any different. The thing about money is there actually is a- And look, you know, right now, again, you know, don't take it from me, you know? Um, you go um, and see what other countries right now, you know, um, that are out there, you know, that are trying to be a world power or trying to dominate the world, at least take control over you know, the US dollar or the US at this point, you know, what are they, how are they doing it? You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're stacking gold in their coffers. You know, they're trying to, you know, amass the most amount of gold. Um, you go to JP Morgan, you know, which is like one of the most, you know, important and biggest banks out there. And, you know, and you, and you see what they have in their holdings and they have the largest amount of silver holdings on planet earth like physical silver meaning you know jp morgan holds the most amount of silver on earth why would they hold this if it's such a worthless piece of fucking metal if this is such a worthless piece of metal why why are they why would they hold you know uh you know uh any of these silver coins or, or gold for that matter you know um again you know the bank is not the the holder of uh of all the gold you know countries are the holders of the 
of all that gold. But, you know, what's up with silver, you know? But gold and silver, you know, those are hedges against inflation. That's what you can do. A lot of people are like, hey, what can I do against all this that's happening right now? You can buy gold and silver. That's one thing. You can buy property in a country that's not going to take it away from you. You could do that. Um, there's a lot of things you could do, you know what I mean? Honestly, you know? Uh, so that's for sure, you know, but we're going to learn more Fairly about this. Fairly well accepted definition of what money is. The question is, as you apply that definition to particular things that, are, that people claim to be money, do they fit the definition? Well, just take the paper dollar, for example. How well does it perform those functions? Well, store of value. Uh, the dollar has lost 95% of its purchasing power uh, since the creation of the Federal Reserve in 1913. So not very good as a store of value. One of the things I do is uh, just a way to get the audience's attention is I have a slide and there are three pictures on the slide. One is a pile of Monopoly money. The other one is a pile of Federal Reserve notes, uh, what Americans would call paper money. Uh, and the other one is a solid gold uh, American Eagle uh, one ounce coin. And the title of the slide is which of these is not like the other and if you know the show Sesame Street or you have children who watch it, it's one of the favorite vignettes in Sesame Street and what it really is is a kind of IQ test for five-year-olds. They're supposed to look at the three things and look at characteristics and find the one that's not like the other. Well, I've shown this slide to um, groups of you know, Ivy League University professors and I've also shown it to uh, you know, uh, children you know, kind of five years old, my nieces and nephews and so forth. Uh, and when the uh, professors look at it, they say, well, um, clearly the, uh, the dollars are not like the others because gold has no role as money and monopoly money is junk and the American dollar is a store of value, so that's not like the other. But the children look at it and they say, well, the gold coin is not like the other because the other two are just piles of paper and the gold coin is clearly something different. So my question to the audience is, who's smarter, a five-year-old or an Ivy League professor? Before World War I, each note that a treasury issued would say that there have been deposited with the United States Treasury $20 in gold coin payable to the bearer upon demand. The money was in the vault. The currency was a note they gave you that was a claim check, only a claim check on the money, the same as if you go to the dry cleaners and you give them your shirt and they give you a claim check for your shirt. The value is, is that shirt at the dry cleaners, not the piece of paper that says that you own that shirt. So our currency that circulated was the paper US dollars and they were claim checks on money. The next hidden secret is the difference between currency and money. Money must be a store of value and maintain its purchasing power over long periods of time. As we progress through this series, you'll learn that national currencies are really a tool used by the government and the financial sector to leech away your time and your freedom by stealing your purchasing power. So rather than storing your economic energy, currencies leak. Now compare that to the gold and silver the Egyptians were using. Like I started with, it still the wasn't world money is going to have a new it wasn't interchangeable yet. But they were on the right track as gold and silver have proven over thousands of years to be the ultimate store of value. Gold is only... All right, all right, so we're gonna get into it a little bit. Uh, let me know if you guys can hear me okay. I turned the fan on for a little bit. It's getting a little hot in here and I need to, you know, make sure um, I got the AC going um, because I forgot I always have to turn off the fan. Anyways, I'm trying to find... Um, so here, let me, let me give you guys a little history lesson here. Okay. First place where they print these receipts for gold, and then they can print more of them than, than gold that exists. 
And that happened when we got to Delago. The next question is, how does this affect you? My next stop was in London, where I'd been asked to give a presentation to a group of businessmen. They wanted to understand the reason that gold had Yeah, it's hot as recently. fuck out here. And I explained to them that to understand gold, you have to understand monetary history. Once you see where we down your currency, which was a receipt... I'm trying to find the right video here. We're always drinking. Money, gold and silver, and they would give it to you. So this shows, this is currency, this is money. Otherwise, Swiss citizens there was no reason gold for any government African to store country. gold in their vaults and then print this currency that was backed by gold. This is what gives confidence in that, and it gives governments <coughs> the ability to start this scam in the first place, where they print you receipts for gold. Dating effect this has on you. All right, the here Treasury we go. Issued All right, here this is the video I really wanted to show you. I apologize. If you guys have any questions, you guys want me to talk about anything in particular, let me know. But we're going to talk, you know, I just want this to play so you guys can get an idea of what's really going on with the money, with everything. By the way, shout out to everybody out there. Shout out to Daniel, Opie, Charlie, Pedro, um, Cody. We got everybody out there. What else we got out there? All right, Hansen. All right, and check bankers this out. make it sound so complex that people think they can't understand it. But I'm going to strip our monetary system down to its essence so that you can see the scam behind the curtain and just how it affects you. Every right, modern society creates currency in pretty much the same way. But since the US dollar is the majority of the world's currency, I'm gonna use the United States as our example. It all starts when some politician says, vote for me and I'll make sure the government provides you more free stuff than my opponent will. But there's no such thing as a free lunch. So to provide that supposedly free stuff, the politicians vote for the country to spend more than its income. This is called deficit spending. To pay for that deficit spending, the Treasury borrows currency by issuing a bond. So what's a bond? If you think about it, a bond is really nothing but a glorified IOU. It's a pretty piece of paper with numbers printed on it that says, loan me a trillion dollars today and I promise over a 10-year period I'm going to pay you back that trillion dollars plus interest. But what you need to understand is that Treasury bonds are our national debt. These glorified IOUs are to be paid back by you and I and our descendants through future taxation. Therefore, when the government issues a bond, it steals prosperity out of the future so that it can spend it today. The Treasury then holds a bond auction, and the world's largest banks show up and compete to buy part of our national debt and make a profit on it by earning interest. You'll notice that as we move through this process, the big banks are there taking a cut every step of the way. This isn't by chance, as you'll see shortly. Then, through a shell game called open market operations, the banks get to sell some of those bonds to the Federal Reserve at a profit. To pay for the bonds, the Federal Reserve opens up its big old checkbook and writes bad, bogus, counterfeit checks that should bounce because they're drawn on an account that always has a zero balance, there isn't one penny in there. To quote from the Boston Federal Reserve, when you or I write a check, there must be sufficient funds in our account to cover that check. But when the Federal Reserve writes a check, there is no bank deposit on which that check is drawn. When the Federal Reserve writes a check, it is creating money. The Fed then hands those checks to the banks, and at this point, currency springs into existence. The banks then take that currency and buy more bonds at the next Treasury auction. But what is a check? A check is also an IOU. When you write a check, you're making a note that says, here's my IOU for cash. All you have to do is go to the bank and pick it up. 
Now it's very, very important that you understand this process because we're going to come back later and show you the devastating effect this has on you. The Treasury issues IOUs, bonds. The banks then buy those IOUs with currency. The Federal Reserve then writes IOUs, checks, and hands them to the banks in exchange for the Treasury's IOUs, the bonds. And currency is created. So what's really happening is the Federal Reserve and the Treasury are just swapping IOUs, using the banks as middlemen, and abracadabra, presto, currency magically springs into existence. This process Bruh. repeats and repeats over and over again, enriching the banks and indebting the public by raising the national debt. Bruh. The end result is that there's a buildup of bonds at the Federal Reserve and currency at the Treasury. This process is also where all paper currency comes from. The Federal Reserve and the government mistakenly call it base money because they didn't watch episode one of this series and they don't know the difference between money and currency. But I here, let's check the national debt real quick. Look at that. 31 trillion. We're basically at 31 trillion already, all right? I will correctly refer to it as base currency because it is not money. It is currency, and as we've learned, there is a big difference. Money has to be a store of value and maintain its purchasing power over long periods of time. We learned in episode one that earlier in our history, our paper currency was just a claim check. It was a representation for real money of intrinsic value, the gold and silver that was held on deposit at the treasury. You could walk into any bank and slap your currency, like say a $20 bill on the counter and redeem it for real money, a $20 gold piece. That's right. But now this base currency that's piling up back here is really nothing but a receipt or a claim check on an IOU, that bond. So it's really nothing but a supply of numbers. The Treasury then deposits the newly created currency into the various branches of the government, and the politicians say, hey, thanks for that. And the government does some deficit spending on public works, social programs, and war. The government employees, contractors, and soldiers then deposit their pay in the banks. Now this may come as a shock to you, but when you deposit your currency with the bank, you're not actually depositing it into an account to be safely held in trust for you. Instead, you're actually loaning the bank your current. Pedro says, I'm worried about the bail-ins that have been in place since 2014. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the plunge protection team and all that good stuff. Yeah, I mean, look at today. You know, today was a great example. Look, the stock market actually went down like around a thousand points, give or take. But the plunge protection team, somebody came in. Somebody. I don't know who. Um, and bought you know bought up the stock market so it didn't look that bad of a loss but yeah i mean you know let's just keep uh you know and by the way you know daniel's like oh this is a very simplistic way of looking at it yeah because uh, honestly you know there's a very simplistic system that they over people overcomplicate um in order to confuse the the public in order to continue controlling the public um, without letting them know what's really going on and all that's really going on is that they're just creating money out of nothing they're just printing paper um and again um in other episodes you know where he goes deeper into like the history of the money um you know we go deep into like the past you know where he goes into like ancient rome and even further back where they have been doing this practice since forever since the beginning since uh you know invention of money and and currency since we've had that around since we've had an economic system this has always happened where we debase the system we've been debased the money constantly as we print more and more of it we just keep debasing it so that's really the reality and so in recent years we've really 
you know, um, in recent years because of COVID and other stuff, you know, we've really, really printed into oblivion. And uh, this is, again, just a refresher on, you know, what could happen in a worst case scenario, which we're basically kind of going through right now at the moment. So, see, and within certain legal limits, they can do with it pretty much anything they please. This includes gambling in the stock market and loaning it out at a profit, of course. Now this is where the machine of currency creation really gets cranking, because this is where something called fractional reserve lending comes into play. Fractional reserve lending is exactly what it says. The banks are allowed to reserve only a fraction of your deposit and loan the rest out. Although reserve ratios... This is how they over leverage, um, well, one of the ways they over leverage, and um, that's why when uh, the, the shit hits the fan, um, it's going to be very difficult for people, you know, to get their money if they get their money at all or their wealth or their anything because, well, it's just not there. It just doesn't exist. This may vary. I'm going to use a 10% reserve ratio as our example. If you deposit $100 in your account, the bank can legally take $90 of it and loan it out without telling you. The bank must hold $10 of your deposit in reserve just in case you want some of it. These reserves are called vault cash. Yeah, again, it's not about what, uh, you know, Daniel in the, in the chat says. If we had a society of hard metal hoarders living in bunkers, this simpli simplistic explanation is all you need. You know, the reality is, is that, you know, this was money. You know, this was money. That's why it's always shaped like coins. That's why, that's why your, your coins, you know, the coins that you have right now, you know, your nickels and your dimes and your pennies, you know, they all resemble and have the same color as uh, actual silver or actual gold. Um, why is that? Um, so the reality, I mean, it's, it's not even why is that, who cares? And I mean, obviously, you know, why, why that is, but the reality is, is that this has always been money. This and this and gold has always been money. And uh, just because we're living in the, the future, it doesn't mean that it's not money. It is money. And there's a lot of reasons why it is money. And um, a lot, you, a lot of car countries out there, a lot of powerful countries out there will argue with you <laughs> to how important gold is, you know, uh, more than silver, but definitely gold, you know, as, uh, you know, value, as uh, intrinsic, you know, as, as the value, you know, as uh, what they base their currency on and what they base everything on. And so the USA has only been able to keep, you know, enforcing you know their dollar that is backed by nothing um across the world with their powerful military because they have the most powerful military in the world if you do not use the dollar that is backed by nothing well you know they're going to come pay you a visit and we all know this all right but as that currency is uh being printed into oblivion and it's being more, becoming more worthless every single day as um you know banks around the world you know uh, i mean sorry as countries around the world um and their banks you know the bank of russia bank of china bank of india bank of you know i could go on and on you know they are not using dollars anymore and they are using their own currencies to conduct business in and they're using their own currencies you know in order to you know just and again get away from the dollar and they're forcing uh, countries in europe by the way the only reason that Germany and other countries are being cut off from gas from Russia is because of one thing. It has nothing to do with sanctions. 
all Russia said to these countries was, listen, you want gas? I'll give you all the gas in the world. You just got to pay in rubles. If you pay in rubles, I'll give you the gas. If you don't pay in rubles, I'm not going to give you any gas. The end. And so these countries, like Germany, were like, oh, no, no. If you don't want to take our currency, then we're just not going to take, you know, the gas. We're not going to take the oil. We don't need it. You know, we're going green. You know, uh, Greta Thunberg is our president now. And, you know, we're just going to do whatever the hell we want and, uh, you know, starve our people and freeze our people to death. How dare you? I mean, you know, so that's kind of what's going on over there. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, the dollar is losing its dominance very quickly. And, um, you know, things are about to change. So it's uh, best for people to educate themselves. You can still salvage your wealth. If you don't believe me, you don't have to believe me. I'm just a guy with a horse, a talking horse, or, you know, or a, a talking horse that also likes to drink and smoke things like Hunter Biden. And, uh, you know, Bruh. we're just out here having fun, enjoying ourselves. So you don't have to listen to me or anybody out there. You know, I, I, what do I know? I don't know anything. You know what I mean, but uh, just saying, you know, it's things are things are going to be uh, things are coming. Things are coming. Let's see, uh, Daniel says, the dollar system is backed by the most powerful arsenal in, on, on the planet. Yeah, that's right. Go Space Force, 1,000%. You know, we got, who, who else has a Space Force? I mean, come on. You know, you're right. So, that's right. That's right. So anyways, you see, uh, Daniel says, just ignore the wealth and credit expansion creates. No, I mean, credit expansion creates fake wealth. It creates wealth on paper. It creates digital wealth. It doesn't really create wealth wealth. Well, you know what I mean? So, you know, if, if, if gold and silver was not valuable, then why do all the Saudi kings and, you know, all those rich uh, people in uh, the Middle East and other parts of the world, you know, uh, you know, literally dressed everything in gold and gold is basically, uh, you know, what they use, you know, for everything because, well, you know, it's not worth anything, right? <laughs> Might as well use it. It's not, it's not worth anything. Just use it as building material, right? Although reserve ratios may vary. All right, listen, listen to this guy. No, listen to me. Listen to him. Is our example. If you deposit $100 in your account, the bank can legally take $90 of it and loan it out without telling you. The bank must hold $10 of your deposit in reserve just in case you want some of it. These reserves are called vault cash. But why does your bank account still say you have $100 if the bank has stolen $90 of it? Because the bank left IOUs it created called bank credit in its place. Now I know this sounds crazy, but here it is in black and white from the Fed. Commercial banks create checkbook money when they grant a loan simply by adding new deposit dollars in accounts on their books in exchange for a borrower's IOU. These are nothing but numbers that the banks type into their computers. And even though these bank credit IOU numbers are very different from base currency numbers, because they only exist in computers, they are still currency. So now, there is $190 in existence. Now the reason people take out loans from the banks is to buy something. They're going to buy a house or a car or something like that. So the borrower takes the $90 that the bank loaned to him from your account, and he pays the seller of the item. But then the seller deposits that currency into his account, and his bank loans out 90% of that and leaves bank credit numbers in its place. So now there's $271 in existence. This process repeats and repeats until under a 10% reserve ratio, an initial deposit of just $100 
can create up to $1,000 of bank credit, all backed by $100 of vault cash, just 10%. But as I said, reserve ratios vary wildly. On some deposits, it's 10%. On others, it's 3%. And on some forms of deposits, reserve requirements are zero. The result is that the expansion of the currency supply by the banks is far greater than even this what? example would lead you to believe. What? So once again, when currency is deposited in the banks, the banks get to lend it out, and then it gets redeposited and re-lent, redeposited and re-lent, redeposited and re-lent over and over again, creating bank credit all the way. Bruh. This is where the vast majority of our currency supply comes from. In fact, 92 to 96 percent of all currency in existence is created not by the government, but here in the banking system. Now, massive amounts of currency spewing into society may at first sound like a fun Bruh. idea. That is, until you remember one of the most important hidden secrets of money from episode one that the prices of everyday goods and services act as a sponge on an expanding currency supply. The more currency we have, the more prices rise. This is where inflation comes from. The true definition of inflation is an expansion of the currency supply. Rising prices are merely the symptom. So our entire currency supply is... All right, the more currency we have, the more prices will rise. All right, this is where inflation comes from. It's very simple, okay? The more paper money we have, okay? The more things cost, because again, think about it. You know what I mean? The more of, of the pieces of paper we have, the, you know, the less valuable they are. So you need more of them to buy the same thing, you know? That's basically how it works. So, you know, FYI, in case that comes from. The true definition of inflation is an expansion of the currency supply. Rising prices are merely the symptom. So our entire currency supply is nothing but a couple of bucks whipped up in this hocus-pocus scam where the Treasury and the Federal Reserve swap glorified IOUs and a bunch of numbers that the banks just type into their computers. That's it. That's our entire currency supply. It's nothing but a supply of numbers. Some of them printed, most of them typed, and there is nothing else. But, if you thought that was crazy, get ready to enter the twilight zone of modern economics. We work for some of that currency supply. True wealth is your time. But we trade away moments of our lives, hour by hour, day by day, and year by year, for numbers that somebody printed on pieces of paper or just typed into a computer. Now those numbers represent our blood, sweat, tears, labor, ideas, and talent. We are what gives the currency its value. But here comes the really cruel joke. We work hard so that we can save some of that currency, so that we can pay the tax collector in the United States, it's known as the IRS. They then turn it over to the Treasury so that the Treasury can pay the principal plus interest on that bond that the Federal Reserve bought with a check drawn from an account that has nothing in it. Now let's do a recap on this section because this is where the system begins to rob you and I of massive scale. Much of our taxes are not used for schools, roads, and public services, but to pay interest on bonds that the Federal Reserve bought Bruh. with a check drawn on an account that has nothing in it. The Federal Reserve is committing fraud. But here's one of the biggest secrets of them all. Before the establishment of the Federal Reserve, there was no need for personal income tax. 
The Federal Reserve was created in 1913, and that very same year, the Constitution was amended to allow income tax. Do you really think this was just a coincidence? Ask yourself how much income tax you've paid over your lifetime. Much of it has been silently siphoned away into the hands of those who own the system. Yes, this system has owners. Who they are is an even bigger secret that we'll get to shortly. But first, we need to understand the mumbo-jumbo of the so-called debt ceiling. It's all based on a huge paradox. There was interest due on that bond. And there was interest due on every one of those loans that the banks made. That means that there is interest due on every dollar in existence. Let me ask you something. If you borrow the very first dollar into existence, and that's the only dollar that exists on the planet, but you promise to pay it back plus another dollar's worth of interest, where do you get the second dollar to pay the interest? The answer is that you have to borrow that one into existence and promise to pay it back with interest as well. So now there are two dollars in existence, but you owe four, and so on and so on. The result is there's never enough currency to pay the debt. There is always more debt in the system than there is currency in existence to pay the debt. Therefore, the whole system is impossible. It is finite. It will come to an end one day. What would happen if the government stopped borrowing to do deficit spending? Are the payments on those treasury bonds going to stop? What would happen if the public stopped borrowing and going deeper into debt? Are your house and car payments going to stop? No. There is a payment due every month on the principal plus the interest on every dollar in existence and those payments do not stop. If we stop borrowing, then no new currency is created to replace the currency that we used to make those payments. Whether you're making a payment on a loan or paying tax to make a payment on a bond, the portion of the payment that goes to pay off the scam. principal you said it. extinguishes that portion of the debt. But the debt also extinguishes the currency. Currency and debt are like matter and antimatter. When they meet, they annihilate each other. If we just pay off the principal only on all the loans and bonds that exist, the entire currency supply just vanishes. So if we don't go deeper into debt every year, look what happens. The whole thing goes into a deflationary collapse under the weight of the And here we are. Politicians and pundits alike talk about balancing the budget, paying down the debt, I'm and living within our means. They don't understand that that is deflationary. It is impossible to do under our current monetary system without collapsing the whole economy. This is why any talk of a debt ceiling is not only ridiculous, it's delusional. The system is designed to require ever-increasing levels of debt just to continue. And that's why politicians will always kick the can down the road and raise this so-called debt ceiling over and over again until the whole system finally collapses under its own weight. In other words, they don't want it to collapse on their watch. The Founding Fathers of the United States knew the dangers of central banking and fought to free themselves from this very thing. No taxation without representation. The Revolutionary War started out as a tax revolt. But now we must pay tax just to have a monetary system. Having just suffered through the hyperinflation of the continental dollar, which was printed into oblivion to finance the Revolutionary War, they understood the dangers of fiat currency and debt-based monetary systems. So to protect future generations from institutional theft and out-of-control government, 
They wrote into the Constitution that only gold and silver can be money for the simple fact that you can't print them. Our current system is not only unconstitutional, but it robs us of the liberty and prosperity our forefathers fought and died for. We are all feeling the effects of ignoring the Constitution right now. By forcing more currency into circulation, our purchasing power is diluted. Inflation is a slow and insidious stealth tax that is simply the result of this debt-based monetary system. That's right. This system empowers and benefits those who create the currency and receive it first, as they get to spend it into circulation before it has an effect on the economy. They're stealing purchasing power from you and transferring it to the banks and the government every hour of every day because of this false monetary system. And it's not like the people at the top don't know this. To quote the Federal Reserve, the decrease in purchasing power incurred by the holders of money due to inflation imparts gains to the issuers of money. This is a fraud. It is a pyramid scheme. It is a Ponzi scheme. It's a scam and it's a lie. Our entire monetary system is nothing but a form of legalized theft. That's right. But here's the biggest con job of them all. The Federal Reserve is not federal. It has stockholders. There is no federal agency who that has stockholders. Who are these people? What's a stockholder? A share of stock who, represents who owns, a percentage of ownership in a corporation. So yeah, who are these people? You know, who should, maybe you should ask Alex Jones, you know, who the people that run the Fed are. You know, there's a lot of... Uh, you know, ideas floating out there, who they could be, but, Bruh. you know, we don't know, but, you know, the Rothschilds, you know, uh, who knows, but who runs the Fed? Who is that? So the stockholders are the owners of that corporation. Therefore, the Federal Reserve is a holder. A share of stock represents a percentage of ownership in a corporation. So the stockholders are the owners of that corporation. Therefore, the Federal Reserve is a private corporation with owners. And you can see it for yourself if you go to the Federal Reserve's website, and it will say, the stockholders receive an annual dividend of 6%. Now, we know that the stock in the Federal Reserve was originally issued to the largest banks in the United States. But because of mergers and acquisitions through the years, you can't actually trace who owns the stock in the Federal Reserve. That's a very closely guarded secret. My guess would be that the owners are those primary dealers, the banks that get to make a profit by selling part of our national who debt, those bonds, now? to the Federal Reserve, who buys them with a who could it be now? check from nothing. Then we pay tax to pay the principal and the interest on those bonds so that the Federal Reserve can pay the banks Bruh. a 6% dividend. Don't be alarmed if you don't quite comprehend the deception of this system at first glance. Very few people do. It is purposely complex. The economist John Maynard Keynes once wrote, by this means, government may secretly and unobserved confiscate the wealth of the people, and not one man in a million will detect the theft. I believe that presented correctly, anyone can understand this system, regardless of how complex it is. So let's do a recap and so break Daniel, it down. Daniel says, a gold, a gold-backed money would work great pre-industrial revolution. Okay, so then, uh, what do you what do you uh, hold as money today? What would you uh, you know what would you uh, <clears throat> if it's not gold and silver, the tried and true that we've had forever? You know what I mean? Um, then who or what? I mean, what would you uh, you know back 
money with or what would you back currency with? What would you consider, you know, wealth? You know, you know what would you do uh, about that? We're just going to keep printing, uh, you know, money. Uh, forget money on paper, you know, money on computer screens into infinity and beyond. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Bruh. Even more. The way the system Let's works do a little is recap that, here, okay? step one, the government creates glorified IOUs. These bonds increase our national debt and put the public on the hook to pay it back. Step two, IOUs are swapped to create currency. The treasury sells the bonds to the banks. The banks then turn around and sell our national debt at a profit to the Federal Reserve, which they probably own. The Federal Reserve then opens its checkbook that doesn't have a penny in it and buys those IOUs with IOUs that it writes, checks, on a checking account that has a zero balance. Then they give those checks to the banks and currency just springs into existence. And then the whole process repeats. This results in a buildup of bonds at the Federal Reserve and currency at the Treasury, which is really just a supply of numbers. The Treasury then deposits the numbers in the various branches of the government, and we get to step three. The government spends the numbers on promises, public works, social programs, and war. Then the government employees, contractors, and soldiers deposit their pay into the banks, and we get to step four where the banks multiply the numbers by magically inventing more IOUs through fractional reserve lending, where they steal a portion of everyone's deposit and lend it out. That currency gets redeposited and then a portion is stolen again. And the process repeats over and over, magnifying the currency supply exponentially. Then we work for some of those numbers, which brings us to step five, where our numbers are taxed. We pay tax to the IRS who then turns our numbers over to the Treasury so the Treasury can pay the principal plus the interest on bonds that were purchased by the Federal Reserve with a check from nothing. Then we get to step six, the debt ceiling delusion. The system is designed to require ever-increasing levels of debt and will eventually collapse under its own weight because politicians always kick the can down the road. They don't want it to collapse on their watch. And finally, step seven, the secret owners take their cut. The world's largest banks own the Federal Reserve. Those banks make a profit selling our national debt to the Fed. They make a profit when the Fed pays them interest on the reserves held at the Fed. And the Fed pays them a 6% dividend on their ownership of the Fed. This system is fundamentally evil. It funnels wealth from the working population to the government and the banking sector. It is the cause of the artificial booms and busts of modern economies, and it causes great disparity of wealth between the rich and the working class. And it is only possible because we no longer use real money, we use currency. But worst of all, it is a form of enslavement. Bond is the root word of bondage. Whenever a government issues a bond, it is a promise to make us pay tax in the future. Nobody asked you if you wanted to pay tax today for the prosperity we all enjoyed in the last century. Nobody is asking our children if they want to work hard in the future to pay for the prosperity we're enjoying now. George Washington once wrote to James Madison, no generation has the right to contract debts greater than can be paid off during the course of its own existence. By stealing prosperity from tomorrow so we can spend it today, we enslave ourselves and future generations. 
Now this all sounds pretty bad, but there is great hope, for you are the greatest threat to this false monetary system. This system relies on the public being ignorant of its workings. Please share this knowledge with everyone you know, because an informed public that fully understands the system can build a better future for generations to come. And now I leave you with this quote, widely attributed to a former director of the Bank of England. The modern banking system manufactures money out of nothing. The process is perhaps the most astounding piece of sleight of hand that was ever invented. Banking was conceived in inequity and born in sin. Bankers own the earth. Take it away from them, but leave them the power to create money and control credit, and with the flick of a pen, they will create enough money to buy it back again. But if you want to continue as the slaves of bankers and pay the cost of your own slavery, let them continue to create money and to control credit. This is the Federal Reserve in Washington, D.C. It's located on Constitution Street, and that is just as much of a joke as the New York Fed being located on Liberty Street. Both of them are unconstitutional, both of them limit our liberty, and they transfer wealth away from us every second of every day to the Federal Reserve, to the government, and to the banking sector. You are now among the one in a million who can detect the theft of your prosperity. So the big question is, what can you do about it? One, watch this video until you... Hey, 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 everybody, my name is Carlos Matos, and I am coming from New York City. First of all, what are you going to do about it? Let me tell you what I'm going to do about it, so I'm going to get me a drink. So all right, my I'm drink really is empty. So are you guys drinking? Right now, I'm going to go get me some, some drinks. I got the blunts. We're going to let Carlos Mata. We'll be back. That's right, we're changing the world, guys.
again. What are we drinking? What are we drinking tonight? Ten dollars. Ten dollars. For this. Because you know we need more. You know we were just doing the history of money. You know we've been you know getting you know up to up to date. You know to where we are now. So let's get into it real quick. Shout out to everybody out there. All right. Me, you're 60. Yep, I know you're supposed to get Social Security when you're 62 or 60. Inflation, the the demand. You know I don't know exactly, but what I do know is that the longer this goes on, the bigger it's going to be. That's right. And I wrote about uh, the pos some of the possibilities in my book. Uh, and this was written before the crisis of 2008. And so uh, in here, I refer to Ben Bernanke, but I'm going to change that to just the Federal Reserve or central banks for you right now. So, the day of reckoning will come when millions of baby boomers reach the age where they have to take mandatory distributions from their IRAs. As they find that the investments they were counting on for their retirement their homes and their IRAs full of mutual funds, 
have actually lost value, that the amount of stuff that they can buy from the proceeds if they sell their home is actually less than when they bought their home. And as they realize that their dream of a comfortable retirement was just that, a dream, all those boomers will get scared and pull in their horns. They will stop spending. They will start selling off their assets. And the greatest stock market crash in history will unfold as more and more boomers panic and sell. I believe this will also be accompanied by the greatest real estate crash the world has ever known. This perfect storm of bankruptcies and foreclosures will cause the currency supply to contract as the giant credit bubble pops and all those big spenders become big savers. Get ready guys, it's coming. When people save their currency, it stops circulating. The economic engine runs out of oil and the whole thing locks up. This is every central banker's worst nightmare. This is real deflation. And the world's central bankers are about to discover the true scale of the horrors of a credit bubble implosion. When this happens, the Federal Reserve will once again send out its armada of money bomb dropping helicopters. But this time, something will be different. Something will have gone horribly wrong. The bombs will have been defused. The Fed will try pumping the banking sector by buying up every kind of debt they can get their hands on. But that's, to no that's what they're doing now, by the way. Every, were, everything that you're seeing in this episode, in this part of the show right now, this is everything that's happening now. By the way, Mr. David Martinez out there, shout out to you. I know you. I see you. Um, Bitcoin um, is tied to fiat, same as uh, silver, you know, so or gold. You know what I mean? Gold and silver um, should actually be worth a lot more than what it is now. It's uh, manipulated, you know, with. Uh, you know, paper uh, derivatives and, uh, I mean, actually just derivatives and, uh, you know, basically um, breaks, brings the price of this stuff down, you know, uh, same as gold, you know, I mean, same as uh, Bitcoin um, and other things like that. You know, they're heavily manipulated because, you know, they're in the stock market now. They're traded as, you know, ETFs and I can go on and on. And so they're being, you know, they're able to be easily manipulated and they are manipulated. I don't get it twisted. So you're right. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, just like gold and silver, you know, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, they do hold their value in the future as either a store of wealth or an actual currency. Like, for example, Monero, you know, which will be a private, which is a private currency. Uh, shout out to Monero, you know, which is like cash, you know, which, uh, you know, you can pay for things without anybody knowing that you're paying for it. And it's electronic. It's private. Um, unlike Bitcoin, which is not private, and I could go on and on. You know, there's a bunch of things out there. So, you know, cryptocurrency is the future. You know, it's here, um, just like the internet and all this other stuff. You know, we do need a money for the internet age and the future. Um, you know, gold and silver are obviously, you know, they're going to back a lot of the stuff. And, you know, we're going to get into it. You know, it's going to be, you know, uh, a very interesting future to see all this develop. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Uh, we need gold and silver. And paper money is great. But at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like this uh, paper money backed by nothing is not really going to, you know, um, it's not going to work. It never works. So uh, let's just get into this. Go okay? to the extraordinary shopping helicopters of a credit. So remember, we're at the helicopter money stage of uh, things right now. You know, we've already had Trump give us money. You know, we're seeing that the Federal Reserve is still printing money out of thin air and giving it away. Sure, the Democrats right now, um, they're giving it away to their friends and corporations and other entities. But, you know, if another um, 
party gets in power, hopefully they'll be giving it away back to the people and so on and so forth. But eventually they're going to have to give it away to the people. Um, but here we go. You know what I mean? Like uh, we've already everything that's happening now, it's happening. You know, like everything you're watching now, it's, it's happening. So you can get an idea of what's going to happen. The bubble implosion. This is real economic ops and all those big. So right now. The credit bubble, you know, the, we're going to have a, you know, we're on the verge of having a major credit freeze of the credit bubble around that's not just in the U.S. but all over the world is about to pop, all right? And this uh, credit bubble of debt, remember we were looking at everything we were just looking at now, you know, remember that the, the, it's a, the rooster has come home, the rooster, whatever the hell. And so meaning, you know, all of this fake money. You know, that's inflating the price of everything, you know, whether it's the food that you're eating or the house that you're buying or whatever the hell it is, it's, it's, it's coming to an end. It might, I don't think it's going to be right now. You know what I mean? I think it's probably going to be after the election or, or the next election. I don't know, but we're, it's on, we're on the verge. We're, we're ding, 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 ding. We're, it's close. And it could be in a few months. But just, just be aware um, of, again, I would, I would highly suggest you go back and watch all of these in full. There's eight of them, and there's so much more information. I'm just giving you like 10, 15% of all the information you should really you know, be watching and in tune with. But at the end of the day, let's just get into it so you know what's happening, what's going on, and what you should be expecting going forward, all right? This perfect storm of bankruptcies and foreclosures will cause the currency supply to contract as the giant credit bubble pops and all those big spenders become big savers. When people save their currency, it stops circulating. The economic engine runs out of oil and the whole thing locks up. This is every central banker's worst nightmare. This is real deflation. And the world's central bankers are about to discover the true scale of the horrors of a credit bubble implosion. When this happens, the Federal Reserve will once again send out its armada of money bomb dropping helicopters. But this time, something will be different. Something will have gone horribly wrong. The bombs will have been defused. The Fed will try pumping the banking sector by buying up every kind of debt they can get their hands on, but to no avail. They will go to the extraordinary measures that they had said they were prepared to go to. They will buy every mortgage, mortgage-backed security, and any other type of debt that panicky investors and banks they are, are literally to doing sell, that right now. But nothing good will come of it. They are literally doing that right now. When I when I tell you guys <clears throat> to listen to Gregory Manorino, and a lot of you guys, some of you guys listen to him and you understand. Some of you guys still don't get it. But this is what I'm talking about. This is what's happened. Right now, it's happened. What what's going on is that right now at this stage. Okay, of the of the where we're at, we're at the end game here. They're printing money into oblivion, and this money that they're printing into oblivion, all right. Obviously, it's not going into the economy. You know, you live in the U.S., you see what's going on. It's not going there. A lot of that money is going into the stock market. So they're printing money and they're buying everything. When you're seeing BlackRock is buying property, whatever the anything you could possibly see in which they're buying. They're buying. They're buying the stock market. They're buying. Nobody is buying. Who the hell's buying stocks and who's buying the stock market? Who's buying any of that? Nobody. They are. And by the way, it's a paper trail. You can see exactly what they're doing. They, they, they admitted it. They're saying it. they're doing it. They're doing it. They admitted it. They're doing it. 
And so they do it. So they, that's what they're doing. They're printing money and, and buying the stock market. What does that mean? They're buying, they're buying Apple. They're buying Facebook. They're buying any stock you can imagine, anything, any company you can imagine, anything. And they're trying to save and bail everybody out. But that's not going to work. All right? That's because it's the, lead, the more they do that, the less valuable all this becomes. So that's why when you're seeing the crash that you're kind of seeing today, when you're seeing the the debt market, okay, all of a sudden, you know, that's starting to go topsy-turvy. And when you're starting to see certain things that you're seeing, and if you know what's going on, you, that's why I'm making this episode. You know what I mean? It's because, you know, shit's starting to hit the fan, like, for real, for real. For real, for real. And let's see what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I hope nothing happens, but something's going to happen. Might as well, you know, know and educate yourself and get ready for it. But at the end of the day, you know, this whole bubble of uh, debt, that by the way shout out to maze one for the one dollar shout out to you this whole bubble of debt this whole thing is uh that's it it's about to pop and it's it's about to, to end here um and uh let's just get into it hold on i'm trying to find the man i can't find the right sound effect i was trying to find the 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 money sound effect you know for the there we go shout out to maze one oh right now it says uh we can replace 90% of the governments with commonwealth self-governance. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, they, they kind of do that in Mexico uh, and other countries out there. Dude, don't you know uh, that one-third of the world is a prison camp? Yeah, and, and the, most of that third is in the U.S. Did you know that? So most of the prisoners in the world are in the U.S. Bruh. What side am I rooting for? I'm rooting for the human side. I'm rooting for every human out there and hope that humans, uh, you know, they can educate themselves um as soon as humanly possible so that we can uh you know all get out of this mess as fast as humanly possible because uh you know it's not looking good it's not looking good i mean look for anyone out there that's uh kind of prepared themselves you know we're just waiting and uh you know hoping for the best but you know shit shit's gonna be tough there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna die it's gonna be a lot of famine it's gonna be a lot of just horrible horrible they're telling you every single day they're letting you know. They're letting you know. The supply chain's broken. There's going to be a cyber attack. There's, um, what is it? There's going to be food shortages. I mean, how, how many how many times? I mean, have you never watched a great reset? Do you not know like, what they're doing out there? What they're, I mean, they're, they're telling you straight to your face what the fuck they're going to do. And people are still like, duh, duh. You know, it's like, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little drunk and high. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> Shout out to the three bucks. But it's like, bro, come on, man. Wake the fuck up out there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love you guys, but that, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully, that's that's the idea behind all this shit. That's, I'm rooting for everybody out there. It's like, do I like North Korea? No, I don't like North Korea. Why the fuck would I say like, like North Korea? You like, it sounds like you like North Korea, bro. You know what I mean? What the fuck, man? You know? Anyways. Bruh. <laughs> Anyways, buy that silver. By the way, silver right now. Let's check it. So it says 1,200. It's over here. I don't know if you guys can see it. Let me see. Let me see. A little more. Nah, damn it, you can't see it. But anyways, oh yeah, wait, hold on. Alright, that da Who do I know I gotta play the fucking music. There we go. Look, look at that. Dollar to silver ratio right there. Bro. Look, dollar to silver ratio. All the way to the to the left, to the right, 
to the, whatever on the screen. Look at that. So this is what, look, what each silver coin, what each silver coin is actually supposed to be worth is right there. Look, it tells you right there, $1,218. All right, really. Okay, and that's going to be in the new evaluated money. So think about this. Think, think about it. Think about it. Back in the day, you remember when the dollar, you know, when your great-grandparents were in the U.S. and a dollar was a lot of money, meaning that, you know, with a penny, you could buy a lot of candy, you could go on the bus, you could do a lot of things with a penny. Um, imagine a dollar, right? Imagine a thousand dollars back in the day, back in 1913, 14, 15, whatever, right? So with that being said, um, when this gets to the price of $1,218 or whatever, when it gets to the real price, that means everything else is going to go down in price. And that also means that we're going to have this new dollar, whatever that new dollar is, and that new dollar is going to have that value that it had back then. So with the $1,200 or whatever, it could be more or less, but whatever it is, okay, let's say $1,000 per coin, um, that $1,000 is going to be the $1,000 it was in 1913. So for example, you know how you could buy like a house for like $5,000 back then? Well, it's only going to be five coins. And you're going to have change to renovate the house. I mean, come on, man. You know, wake up, people. It's the same as it ever happened. It's the same as it ever was. The same cycle repeats over and over again. The people that think that it's not the same this time around, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. And again, you know, don't be listening to me. I'm just a guy drunk, high, you know, with a horse behind him. I, I, keep, I keep him around. Because I don't want people to take me too seriously. And whoever does take me too seriously, I don't know what to tell you. By the way, shout out to the three bucks from Hiv Loco. Shout out to you, brother. Shout out to you. Hells to the yeah. That's right. Hold on. Let me do it again. I fucked it up. All right. So anyways, all right. This is, this is the sound effect I was looking for when I was moving this around here. And again, you know, Bitcoin is just like a hedge against inflation. That's all this is. I mean, it's just like gold and silver, but for the future. I don't have, I lost all my Bitcoin. I lost all my crypto. And a boating accident. Unfortunately. So, you know, unfortunately I have no more cryptocurrency. Bruh. So, sad. Sad for me. Sad for me. Let me play a little sad song because I got no more Bitcoin. Or crypto. By the way, you guys can donate some Bitcoin and crypto. I want, I need, I'm, I'm, I'm zero. I'm at zero right now. You guys want to send me some Monero, some Bitcoin, some, I don't know what other links I have down below. You can send me whatever. Um, it's all good in the, in the neighborhood. Damn, I can't find the, whatever. Anyways, so let's get back to where we were here. They We'll start buying stocks to buoy the stock market, but retail sales... Oh, wait, sounds familiar? Let's uh, listen to that again here. They will go to the extraordinary measures that they had said they were prepared to go to. They will buy every mortgage, mortgage-backed security, and any other type of debt that panicky investors and banks are trying to sell, but nothing good will come of it. They will start buying stocks to buoy the stock market, but retail sales will continue to plunge. They will try broad-based tax cuts, but it won't jumpstart the economy. They will work with foreign central banks to buy each other's debt, but the global economy will continue to plummet. People will finally see through the veil. They will see what Dorothy, the Scarecrow, the Lion, and the Tin Man saw. 
that the Wizard of Oz is really just some dopey old guy frantically pulling levers. Remember when we talked about how during World War I, the Germans increased their currency supply by 400%, yet there was no price inflation because of the public's anxiety over the war and the uncertainty of their future? Imagine the anxiety 75 million baby boomers will feel as they approach retirement only to find their homes and their mutual funds are now worth next to nothing. The nest egg, ladies and gentlemen, has just cracked. When they get their tax rebates, are they going to buy that new big screen TV and the latest cell phone? I think not. I think they're going to save every dime they can get their hands on, just like in Germany during the war. But there will be a point at which a threshold is reached. For each income class it will be different. It will be the point where they feel that they've finally got enough saved for retirement. For some it will be $100,000, for others it will be $1 million, and for others still it will be $10 million. The Fed knows there is a point where they'll finally feel safe enough to replace that aging computer and maybe get that new TV. At this point, the boys at the Fed will buy enough government debt to fund tax rebates for all the taxes in the previous year, but still, nobody will buy that new car. The threshold the Fed is looking for will not be reached. Then, in not-so-quiet desperation, the Fed will say, screw the helicopters, send in the bombers. And as the shadow of millions of stealth currency bombers darken the skies, currency will begin to fall like rain in the desert. As Joe Sixpack and John Q get tax rebate checks in the mail for all the taxes they paid during their entire lifetimes, fear will be temporarily alleviated and some of that currency will come out of hiding just as in Weimar, Germany. Prices will rise quickly and dramatically as all that stored up currency energy is released. In a panic, the Fed will call back the bombers, but it will be too late. There's nothing they will be able to do to stop it now because the hyperinflation will have already begun. The Dow will begin an invisible crash of epic proportions and gold prices will shoot to the moon. If you were wise enough to moor your boat in the safe harbors of gold and silver and other commodities, you will weather the storm. It won't be pretty, but at least you'll be safe. Yeah, we're not there yet. We're close. We're almost there. At the Dow, look, you know, when, you know when you know we're there? Because the Dow, look, right now the Dow is at, what is it, 29? When Biden got president, it was like 35, 36. We're at 30, 29. Um, remember when uh, Trump, you know, uh, was president during the COVID crash, it went all the way down to 17 or something or 18. Um, but you're just going to keep an eye on uh, the whole track of that. It's uh, hyperinflating very quickly. And long story short, um, you know, the Dow has to go back all the way down to like 3,000. 3,000. All right. It has to go back to like pre-2007, pre-2007 numbers. Okay. And uh, that's when we're, we'll be back to like kind of fair value, all right? And uh, when we get there, we'll be all right. So we're, we got 29 to three. You know, we still got like 26,000 points to drop. That's a lot. At this point, confident. And so how, by the way, someone was asking me, how did I lose 
my uh, how did I lose my Bitcoin, my cryptocurrency in a boating accident? Well, you know, I was just trying to be cool and I put it on my uh, Ledger Nano S, you know, and uh, nothing like a freaking idiot. You know what I mean? I, I hung it around my neck, you know, yada, yada, yada. I thought that all my coins were on my treasure back home, but it was actually on my Nano that I had around my neck that I used for a Halloween costume. And it was a boating, a boat party. And uh, and then when I lost it, and uh, I lost, you know, I thought, you know, I thought the ledger was empty and wiped, but it actually had all my coins on it, and I lost it at all, and that was the end of that. <clears throat> so I got no more coins, and I lost everything. So I'm broke, and uh, that's the way it is. You know, hold on, let me see if I can find, uh, you know, the music here. There we go. That's so I lost all my coins, you know. So it is what it is. So, you know, for all the IRS agents out there, you know, just uh, want to make sure, you know, just, uh, you know, you got the recording, you know, you already know what happened. Um, I lost it in a boating accident and, uh, you know, it is what it is. What are we going to do? You know, so. Bruh. <laughs> in the currency will fall faster than it can be created. Cost of living increases for government employees and the costs of all government projects, the subcontractors, the labor, the materials, will all skyrocket. Yeah, no, but like I thought, I don't, and look, I thought it was wiped, and so since I thought it was wiped, I didn't have a key for it. You know, therefore, there's no key, there's nothing. There's no, no way to recover. So, I don't think you get the, uh, I don't think Maze 1 gets, uh, going on here anyways all right let's get back to the show. rock and each time more currency is created to pay for the increases the value of the currency will fall even faster in times like that governments have only two choices shut down the government and all of its projects and services send everybody home without pay turn off the printing presses and wait for the free market system to discover price levels that account for the quantity of the currency in the supply, or print the currency into oblivion. Governments have always chosen the latter. But the stored up energy of excess currency creation doesn't have to take place within the United States, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the future. In fact, there is an abundance of stored up currency just waiting to be released right now. Yeah, so this is happening As right now. As I mentioned earlier, all the dollars we sent over. So this is happening right now. So what you're seeing there, what you're going to see, now that's what's happening, meaning all that money, all that money, that, that, that US dollars that nobody wants is coming home to roost. Maze One says, when am I going to end real life? Well, what do you mean? I, I'm live. This is in real life, right? What do you mean? What do you mean in real life? Like, I don't have the equipment for in real life. I don't know what you mean. Like, what? Like, take my phone or have, like, live stream while I'm at the park or something? Is that what you mean? I live stream while I cook and stuff. I do other live streams, but uh, this is real life. I don't know. I'm not really doing any meetups with any fans or anything like that. So... When are we gonna hang? I don't know who the hell Maze. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know who you are, man. Bruh. 
The hell? What do you mean? Just like hang out with a stranger? They gave me money on the internet? Why don't you give me two dollars? Come on, man. I don't know who you are. That's weird. Think about it. Do I know you? I mean, if I know you, that's different. What happened? Was it what? What shippings to coins? What? I am Amber Heard. <laughs> what? Oh, hell, hey, by the way, David, by the way, are you excited? By the way, I mean, I don't know if you guys still want to watch this or what, but man, Lodak is a Bills fan, and he's about to get his ass kicked on Sunday. Shout out to him. Shout out to Lodak. David's also a Dolphins fan, from what I understand. We're going to kick his ass. By, by the way, what the hell was that on Sunday, bro? Wow, what a game. The best game ever. But anyways, all right, let's finish the, the money thing, and then we'll get back to that, all right? Overseas to other countries to buy their goods and services are now Bruh. sitting in their bank accounts, just waiting to be spent. Eventually, the world economy will lose faith in the U.S. dollar and will want to dump it by buying up goods. And as all those dollars come flooding back into the U.S., it will, of course, cause the prices of those goods and services to rise and could and probably will trigger a scenario much like the one I have just finished describing. Throughout history, economists have suffered from what I like to call this time syndrome. This time, they've become masters of the economic universe. This time, they've figured it out. This time, they've tamed the economy. This time, they've mastered the art of infinite currency amplification. This time, a fiat currency will work. That's right, man. It's the same thing. You know, like with communism. This time, it'll work. Trust me. Let's try communism. It'll work this time. They just did it wrong the last few times. So you already know that's not going to work. But anyways, all right. Let's just get into it. All right. So, guys. Bruh. <laughs> I hope you guys were thoroughly educated. I hope you guys uh, can kind of start figuring it out. Check out Mike Maloney. Check out other, you know, channels out there uh, that can educate you more. Um, on everything that's going on, not just, you know, in the future, what's going on now, but what's going to happen, I mean, hold on, not just predictions of, you know, whatever, but educate yourself on the past of what's happened before, what's happened many times, and where we're going now. And look, these people that are the Great Reset, and a lot of these uh, power structures, or people that are in power, or whatever, you know, don't get it twisted, you know, don't, they're all just fighting for power, and we don't know what's going to happen, and a lot of times the people, you know, especially in recent, you know, times, you know, uh, we've uh, kind of had the power, and we'll be all right. You know, these power structures are not that powerful as we think they are, and, uh, you know, we give them too much credit, and uh, don't worry about it. You know, we're going to be all right, you know. Uh, if anything, you know, we're pretty enslaved right now, and, uh, you know, we're just trying to get out of that enslavement. So, you know, shout out to that. So, uh... You know, in the chat, you know, we got a lot of Dolphins fans and Bills fans. You know, Bills suck. Go Dolphins. Dolphins going to win the Super Bowl this year. That's right. What do you guys think about the Dolphins, huh? Think the Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl this year? Huh? Anyone out there? All right, hold on. Let me, uh, hold on. We need, uh, um, I'm going to get the right thing. All right, this is for Lodak here. Miami has the dolphins. 
the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. That's right. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. Point right. Miami Dolphins. Right. Miami Dolphins number one. Point left. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins. Right. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Bro. Oh, dolphins are the best, bro. Miami has a dolphin, the greatest right, right. football team. So anyway, you guys. the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in enough of that, enough of that. All right, all right. There's some Slavic hard bass. Some real music, right? That's right. We haven't won in 40 years. We're going to win this year. Actually, 50 years. 50 years. We haven't won in 50 fucking years. At this point, it's been 50 years. 1972. So 50 fucking years. What do, hey, this is this the 50 year anniversary? Hey, David, I don't know. You're you're in Miami right now. Is this the 50 year anniversary? 50 year anniversary of the Dolphins or what? I mean, what a way to celebrate 50 years, right? With the fucking Super Bowl, baby. Hell yeah. So guys, did you guys learn anything today? What did you guys learn today? Do you guys have any questions? Any comments on everything we talked about today? Are you guys gonna go buy some gold and silver? You're gonna educate yourself on uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. You're gonna educate yourself on money and, and stuff. I am everywhere. Dolphins, baby. Stopping fingers up, bass louder than the club. Do not let the music stop. Stopping to the bassline drop. Careful, dolphins rape people. Don't get raped. Don't get raped by a dolphin out there. Come for publicans. Oh, this guy's from Key West. Look at this guy. We got Daniel out there, fucking Floridian to the max. Fucking Tampa, fucking shouting out this guy. This guy knows a lot about the fucking what's going on up there. So are you are you in Key West right now? Daniel out there in Key West. Shout out to him. What is the best crypto for financial privacy? Monero. Monero. Monero is like the Bitcoin. Monero is like the Bitcoin of privacy coins. Meaning the oldest, the oldest, okay? There's a bunch of privacy coins, but I never even heard of POS or PEOS. What the fuck is that, bro? The fuck are you shilling over here, bro? So, that, that's like some Bill's coin. I mean, I mean, 
Some bills are going through. <coughs> Don't be buying into that shit. Helium. What the fuck, bro? What the fuck is it? Helium. Yay, yay, yay. Yay, yay, yay. You might as well just get pirate chain. The hell out of here with that shit. I hate Eat. I hate Eat. I hope Pulse Chain takes it out. I hope. Oh, you know what? This, this is a good time to talk about that. You know, I hope Pulse Chain takes it out, bro. Are you fucking kidding me? I am not a Richard Hart fan per se. I really don't give a crap about Hex. I don't give a crap about anything he's doing per se. Up until, you know, someone explained to me what Pulse was going to do. And I was like, oh, really? Is that what he's trying to do? And so I'm all aboard. And uh, I hope, I hope he pulls it off. I hope that uh, Pulse, you know, does what it says it does, which is going to copy ETH. And make everything on ETH all of a sudden work on Pulse. And all of a sudden, um, Pulse, you know, making everything now very cheap and very quick and very um, stable. And um, and taking all that middleman shit out of it. And um, and then kind of like um, eliminating ETH and the use for ETH. Because why would you use ETH if you just couldn't go to Pulse, you know, which is uh, the complete copy of ETH. And uh, just do all your stuff out there. Because the thing is that ETH is too centralized. And, uh, you know, it, it's just... Think about it. You know what I mean? If you got your, you know, Tether or your USD coin or whatever the hell you got, you know, or whatever other cryptocurrency or, you know, your... Um, how do I say this? Uh, your NFTs or whatever the hell you have. And it's on, uh, you know, ETH and you need to move it, you know, during the worst of times. It's going to cost you like $7 million to move something. You know, because of the fees and because of the, you know, all this other stuff. And it's going to take so long. And it's, it's, it's going to, you know, you need things to be quick. You need to be, things to be cheap. You need things to be, you know, useful. And that goes for smart contracts. It goes for everything and anything. And uh, that's why ETH is a huge failure um, because of uh, how that works. So Pulse, according to what he says, is going to just, you know, uh, copy that and replace that. And so, therefore, you know, copy ETH. And then just, uh, you know, just make it very, very cheap. You know, just think about it like, uh, you know, I guess like what Dogecoin does or something or what Litecoin did or whatever. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, I think it'll be pretty, pretty awesome. And we'll see. Hexcoin. What do I think about Hexcoin? Look, I don't know. The Hexcoin, he is taking advantage of people that want to take advantage of other people. So basically, there's people out there that, you know, more than happy to, you know, uh, bet their money in the crypto market and, um, you know, take money from suckers. And um, basically, um, that's what he created with uh, the Hex situation. And the only people that are losing money are the all, all the greediest of greedies. 
or the people that uh you know i don't know i don't know too much about that but i think like i said pulse you know uh could take out uh eth and uh we'll see eth let's see lodex says eth merge eth merge was a joke correct pulse is a joke we'll see you know right now it is until we see an actual thing come out and uh to centralize move to pos you know proof of stake yeah and dpo yeah so yeah eth is piece of shit you know that's what it is you know piece of shit you know pos is piece of shit so you know anyways i've never been a fan of eth and uh, i'm less of a fan of eth as each day goes on and in all pulse would do would just uh replace eth with a much better product but look at the end of the day i'm not a fan of either one you know um i think that you know all it's the same as like i'm not a huge fan of bitcoin per se but i'm a fan of the technology behind all this and uh you know because of this technology you know people have been able to create other magical awesome things like monero and other coins out there other you know again i don't know cardano i don't know whatever other other you know um uh, eos used to be good i don't know what eos is now i know there's fanboys for eos but you know i, I don't know you know i mean I, whatever there's other solutions look right now we're at the beginning of uh, like in the 90s with the internet remember when they went back i don't know for anyone that's old enough to remember you remember back then that we had internet explorer um we had um how do i say is uh, netscape you know we had like a bunch of um web browsers and eventually i think internet explorer won out um we had a bunch of uh you know what is it like um competitors you know to a lot of uh things early on and at the end of the day something like you know especially like uh, competitors for like uh money online and at the end of the day paypal was the one that won out and that could go on and on you know so we don't know what's going to really happen and who's going to win out um it's going to be very interesting and it's going to be a fun ride to watch this whole thing play out um bitcoin is definitely going to be around for a long time because it's going to be like gold i think i think people are going to want to you know they're going to be value in people knowing hey look this is how much i got i got 15 bitcoin and look you can check out this bitcoin address this is my bitcoin address and this is where it's at and i can prove it i can prove my wealth yada 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 you know like having a gold chain <clears throat> lamborghini um mansion whatever you know so i think you know there's going to be a place for that um same as there's, there's going to be a place for you know other things like monero we need a privacy coin you know a lot of people thought that that's what bitcoin was privacy coin meaning you know a coin that's like the dollar you know like a or a a paper currency a currency so or gold or silver something that we can move around in private you know what i mean like if i'm doing a cash transaction nobody knows about that transaction and so on and so forth so you know we'll see you know what i mean like uh you know we're gonna see what's gonna happen with all these cryptocurrencies all these uh crypto projects you know all this this brand new future you know nfts you know a lot of people are just looking at nfts like you know monkey pictures you know so the shit but that's just like you know a tiny tiny percent of what an nft really is and will be and or and, and what people are creating with all this stuff you know and it's just you know i can go on remember they've got the metaverse they can go on and on you know we got so much so much so coming our way coming you know straight ahead so you know we've only seen the the beginning you know we're only at the very beginning of all this and uh you know we, we've, we're only like let's say 20 30 years in you know of this monster revolution that's going to take you know decades and, and decades and uh you know imagine you know what we're going to be in a few in a, and you know like a few years and a few decades from now so think we'll think about where we were in the 90s um early 2000s just 10 years ago and so on and so forth you know so let's not forget you know like 20 years ago um we didn't even have smartphones 
In fact, and when did the smartphone get created? Like what, 15 years ago? You know? So. Yeah, technology and all this stuff moves quick. And so, you know, we're, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how it all plays out. But yeah, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm not a fan right now of any project per se. I'm a fan of the technology. And let's see where it all takes us. And let's see what we all get to do with all this. And it's going to be very interesting. Look, at the end of the day, a lot of the things that I was talking about many, 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 many years ago, like, you know, when a lot of you guys uh, first started listening to me like four or five years ago, whatever. Um... I can't believe it's been that long, right? Crazy. Right? 2017, right? 2018. Um, but yeah, you know, when I was saying that, you know, a lot of things, you know, people are going to have, you know, their own uh, coins, you know, they're going to have their own, uh, you know, value chain, their own value structure, you know, everyone's going to, you know, uh, things are just going to be more streamlined and uh, I can go on and on, you know, a lot of things are actually coming true and they're becoming true. Like a lot of people, they're not like, for example, um, I watch a lot of comedians and podcasts and things like that. And a lot of these people, they're like, you know, why am I, you know, trying to get a show with Hollywood or ABC or NBC or anything like that or Comedy Central? You know, they don't pay as much. They they make you work like an animal. They censor the hell out of you and your hard work. When at the same time, you know, I could just do a comedy special. I could just do a podcast. I could just do any of these things and put it on the internet and make all of this money and have all of this freedom. And and that's just like, you know, people are starting to figure that out now. I've been talking about this for a long time. And, you know, I can go on and on. It's just so many things. And it's, uh, you know, people are going to create their own value. And, and eventually, you know, right now, you know, people are just using the dollar and the currencies that we have, you know, and all this other stuff. But, you know, when the shit hits the fan, you know, all this other stuff is still going to happen. The rest of the world is still going to continue going on. And so people are just going to be like, well, fuck it. I just make my own currency. I just make my own this, my own that. Well, I don't know. We're going to figure it out. You know what I mean? We'll see. It's going to be fun to see it all play out and uh, materialize. But things are, people are going to have their own... Uh, you know value you know and uh and they're gonna be able to create their own value and uh it's gonna be really 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 cool and uh, we're gonna see how you know this all plays out so let me see daniel says get a copy of resistant operation concept let me see comedy no rules that's right iphone came out 2008 that's crazy yeah but anyways yeah, I mean, and so, you know, the whole thing was like, oh, a comedy coin, a dental coin. Uh, you know, that's not really how it's going to work, man. I think people are just going to be able to create their own coin, their own value, their own uh, value system, their own uh, whatever, whatever that is, you know. And, um, and you know, they're going to roll that out. And uh, this technology, you know, this cryptocurrency, you know, coupled with all the other technology that we have right now on the Internet. Look, and look, and we never really thought how the Internet you know, back in the day when we first had the internet and people were like, oh, this is the internet, 1995, you know, and, you know, all that shit. You know, people never thought in a million years that we would be using that same internet to call for an Uber, to reserve a hotel, to order a pizza without ever talking to anybody, and uh, to do what we're doing right now, you know, like live streaming, talking to each other, live, on air. You know, where everybody has their own voice. And um, I think things are pretty decentralized already. And they're only going to get more decentralized, believe it or not. Think about it. Um, so, and, you know, we're going to, we are already decentralized. And we're just uh, go to certain centralized platforms to spread our message. 
and decentralize further. You follow? You know what I mean? So, yeah, right now, like a comedian, for example, you know, they'll be like, yeah, I'll be on Netflix, but I want as many people as humanly possible to watch my comedy special. So I'll just put it on for free on YouTube or some shit like that. You know what I mean? And, uh, and make more money. Get more exposure. And, um, you know, I can go on and on. You know, there's so many things. You know, the, the future is very bright when it comes to a lot of this stuff. And I think that the, the more that the world, you know, the shit hits the fan. Did I get your tip? Did you send me a tip? I don't know. I did not, I did not get a tip. Oh, I got $20. $20 hells to the year from Mr. Lodek. Thanks. I appreciate that. Look, how about this? If the... If the Bills win, I'll give you the $20 back. How's that? Shout out to you. Thank you. Thanks for the 20 bucks. Appreciate it. Got the 20 bucks out here. 20 bucks. You know, uh, for he wants me to root for Buffalo. <laughs> you want to root for the Buffalo Wings. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, sir. Um... But yeah, man, you know, I, like I said, I've said this, I've been talking about this for years and like to see it all kind of play out and develop and happen, you know, in front of our eyes is pretty cool. And look, I, I didn't really, when I was talking about this, when I was talking about this like four years ago and even thinking about it even further behind, I never thought that uh, we would be where we are right now. And, um, you know, where, for example, you know, so many like big name, you know, artists are out there doing their own thing like a lot of people are shooting movies on like on iphones or really really cheap cameras and uh remember i'm like a camera nerd so i follow all that stuff and i see how many people are able to make magic you know before you know making a movie you know you used to have like have a you know have a whole production crew you used to have to go to hollywood i can go on and on it's like it was like so expensive and it was only available to a tiny group of people but nowadays you know anyone can make a movie and go to Sundance, and they can all do it like on an iPhone or on some really cheap cameras. I mean, expensive cameras, but you know what I mean. Just cheap in comparison to like camera cameras, you know. And a lot of this editing, a lot of this editing stuff is like, uh, uh, what is it? Editing uh, software and all this stuff is, is either free or very cheap for people to access in comparison to what uh, you know a lot of this stuff was before. And so a lot of people can actually make professional Hollywood movies. You know, um, on their couch at their home, you know, and I can go on and on, man. You know, um, are we, are you, am I live streaming during the game? Oh, not the Buffalo game, I don't think. No, I don't know. Do you want to? No, I want to watch the fucking game, man. No, I, actually, the wife, you know, we had like some family thing that we had to get to. And I was like, I, I can't miss this game. Maybe next weekend. You know, can we do it on Saturday? You know, so we're going to do something next week, you know, with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I'm not missing the Sunday, man. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. I mean, we can go, but we got to be back by, you know, by fucking 1130. You know? So, anyways, whatever. So, it's all good. It's all good. But, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait for the game. It's going to be awesome. But in my live stream, I don't know, man. I want to enjoy the game. You know? I want to get fucked up. You know, if we lose, get more fucked up. If we win, get more fucked up. But... Maybe I'll live stream later that night. Maybe I'll live stream Sunday night. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll live stream Sunday night while we're watching the Sunday night game or some shit like that. But not during the game. I want to watch the game. Don't you want to watch the game? Dude, you already know it's going to be a fucking great game, man. So. Yeah, yeah, no way. So. 
Yeah, 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 we'll see, we'll see. But shout out to you, brother. Shout out to everybody out there. Yeah, man, I was, I'm not going to lie. I was already, I was thinking about ending the live stream already. I'm already kind of, you know, getting tired out here. But since, you know, I got the nice $20 donation, we're going to keep it going at least another 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, play a little music in the background. Running on a new tire. Yeah, I know you want to rub it in. I want to rub it in too, trust me. It'll be the special Dolphins uh, live stream. Win or lose. I might only go live when we win. If we lose, I might not go live. So, for those out there, for those out there that want me to go live, you know, just root for the Dolphins, right? Because if I lose, I'm probably not going to go live. If I win, I will go live. How much for another hour? Yeah, Maze One is out of here. How much for an hour? I charge a lot for an hour. Rusty. We'll get there. There's a time for the first shot. Asian Prince, thank you for the 17 months. playlist I'm setting it up now
Yeah, so I think that's pretty cool, you know, that he gets, you know, he's live streaming while, you know, he's DJing and doing, that's pretty cool. If I could DJ, I'd be doing the same thing. Anyone want me to take a shot? 20 bucks for a shot. I'll take a shot. But yeah, the show is running its course already. As you can see, everybody's leaving. Everybody's saying goodnight. We're, we're winding down. You want anyone want me to take a nightcap? Let me know. Shout out to Lodak. I gotta get the. You saw what he had on screen there? I gotta get the. The thingy working again. I gotta get the stream labs. I gotta get the stream thingy majiggy working. All right, but this shit takes like a third, you know? So it's like, fuck, man. It's cool to have like the so little thing sure on screen, but it takes so much fucking money away as opposed to if you just send me like a fucking cash app. And I get all the go. fucking all right, money. Perfect. Double dip. I get all the money. Where'd you I get all brother? the bitches. I get all of it. First shot of the night. Let's go. Shout out to everybody out there. By the way, I'm going to get back to all cooking again soon. Um, for anyone that loves my cooking content, I'm going to get back to doing that soon. You know, everything's kind of getting back to normal again, so we're going to get back to that. You know, so shout out to that. Drink. You know what? I'm gonna do a double drink, right? Since, uh, since I don't want to say your name, since Mr. Lodak, I'm drunk already. But since Lodak sent me two twenty bucks, sent me forty bucks, I'm gonna do a double shot, right? Let's do it. Shout out to you, brother. Thank you for 100 bits. Here's my contribution contribution to the cheers. Now I have to run back to YouTube since Twitch is unstable over mobile for me. And we're going to take the oh, shot no. straight. And the Panther shout out to you. Thank you oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to dox you. Sorry. Jerome. All right. This is, is that like French? Like Jerome? Did I say it right? Jerome? Salami. Or is it Jerome? Jerome? Or is it Jerome? Is it one, the number one? Jerome? Or Jerome? Shout out to you. All right, hey, I'm gonna take this whole thing, right? Let's do it. Chug, 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 chug. Delicious. 
you ever just like buy a pack of salami for sandwiches and just eat it? I, oh, what the fuck? Ah. Oh my god. I didn't even open this, okay? And like, I didn't even rip this just then. I just kind of like went like this and then I realized somebody has already opened it. I did not check this when I was at the shop. Thank you very much, brother. Shout out to you. Would you still eat it? Is this Woo! still fine? Woo! Is this okay? Is this, is this okay yeah. to eat? If you went to the shop and then you took Ooh. this off the shelf and then you get home and you realize hot. it's already been Getting opened, hot in here quick. would you eat it? Shut up, Fox. Shut up to you. Well, we were doing a proper show earlier, but now we're just getting fucked up. Hey, look, I tried my best, man. All right, I did a good job today. It Looks a lot okay. of people out there, they're like, you know, hey, make a good show, I'm you know, educate us again, back. we need your help. And I'm like, all right, I did it. I did as much as I could. I'm only one man. So I did a pretty good show earlier today. I think I did a pretty good show. So now that's it. It's time to get fucked up and let's have some fun. Sure, you try to make me vomit. Right now. No, don't do that, bro. Too busy trying to think about my don't salami. Okay, I'm going to eat the one from don't, the back. Don't do that. I'm flipping it around. Okay, fine. Okay, this, should, this one should be okay, right? But, I mean, you're welcome to try. I don't think you can. There's no way. There's no way. I just finished the fucking... I just opened this bottle today, and I already I started. Look, there's not much, there's not much of a dent that put in the fucking bottle already. Not bad. Uh, I finished one of these bottles with my fucking friend here. So. But yeah, if you're more, if you're, if you are, if you wanna, if you wanna more welcome to try. J3BP, right. I do have more the Sabato Day playing extension. It should be up there, but I don't know if it's working right now. Shot. This is like uh, 20 bucks, uh... If you guys what haven't joined it? the Discord, like TA, or if you are already for TA, on the Discord, make sure you get in there and drop some words into the chat. Why don't we get drunk and say screw. like one thing no, 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 hang no, out. No, no. If you've already joined it, go in there. That's, that's Jorge Zavaleta, thank you for the 20 Mexican. Is that pesos? Dubai! Where is my woman? She's uh, in the other room. Sparking it up, that's right, spark it up. Go into the uh, chat room. Just say anything. Just like type the, the wife A. wants no. Yeah, the I wife wants care. no part of this. I just need people to talk in the chat room. I just have an issue with Discord. She drinks some. She drinks some. And then if you go into the giveaway channel, I can let you win this. One person will win this at the end of the week. I'll send this to your house, and I'll engrave your Who's name. Who's trash? On the Who's trash? The laser. Uh, Mitch. Just like I engraved Adidas. Beast is cool. But anyway, shout out to Jerome for the $20 and shout out to Jerome for the other $20. Shout out to both of you guys. Oh wait, am I seeing double? What's going on here? Bruh. So she is mad? No, she's not huh. mad. Okay, no, so I'm just I'm doing here. the show. Now She's I had this the other day. I had this the show. last time. <laughs> she wasn't at a really to do. nice bar. 
and they had forty dollars and she takes a olive. shot on stream in a martini. Get out of here! You want me to call her? All right, hold the, on. Hold uh, on. With the martini. And a martini right. was a vodka martini. Hold on. And a martini is basically $40. a straight vodka with a bit of right, vermouth. And uh, you shot it and you have the blue cheese and you eat it at the same time. What would it be like with a bit of cheddar cheese and a shot of vodka? The horrible food ideas have already begun. Don't you, did, did you, do you miss this? Do you miss this? Is this something that you miss from this stream? Seriously. Because we used to do this shit all of the time. It was all about the stupid food shit that we did on the channel, plus vodka. Do you miss it? I know you guys miss it. I don't. She's gonna do it for the 40 bucks. The cheese, you see? Delicious cheese. Yeah, she's gonna go do it. Gizmo, he, I don't know, he's over there somewhere. This doesn't look good. Look, I'm gonna uh, give her the money. It feels as if the vodka is slightly melting the cheese. Alright, so I'm gonna give her the money cash. Alright, how's that? I'm gonna give her the money cash. Shot Jay. Hey, there she is. <laughs> She's like, what's going on over here, you see? <laughs> it's definitely not good. Alright. Alright, we're gonna do tequila. Alright, one second. Yeah, we'll do full screen. Alright, we'll do tequila. The right. cheese really, really bitter. But I can't do tequila. Reason. I'll do, I'll do whiskey. I'll get tequila. I right, Two out of ten. Look, so we got this. If you have any requests, make sure you go and drop them into the requests. Oh, I need to eat more of that cheese. I just okay, like cheese on. in general. I love blue cheese. Do you guys like blue cheese? Hey, but how, do you, how do we open this? Oh, okay. I see how it is. Shout out to Barb out there. She gave me a gift for uh, my birthday. So anyone out there still wants to give me a birthday gift? Yeah, I'm gonna take a shot with her. Okay, so look, you'll, you'll get two shots for forty. If you actually for fifty, if you said fifty, I'll take a shot. <laughs> no, no worm in this. No, no worm. But this is uh, so I'm opening a bottle for you, bro. Okay. 
She goes, what, are you calling her fat? How dare you? Can you hear it? Is it too loud? I feel, or is it what? I don't even know the volume. Well, apparently you guys can hear us. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord, I said he wants to 
Alright, ready? One, two, three. So take the chance. Uh -huh. I love mezcal. Yeah, it's actually really good. Yeah, it's actually. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be bad. No, it's actually it's artisanal. Look, see, I won like an award and shit. Pretty nice, pretty impressive. Look at that. Muy bueno, muy bueno. Look at that good shit. It came in a wooden box. Come on, it has to be good. Look at that. Look, little spokes bottle, spokes. But it tasted really good. Look, see, look, it says 35% alcohol. You see? Yeah, look. So. It's good though. It's really good, but it's not as strong. I mean, you know, it's not like a strong taste. So it was really nice. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. My other friend drinks for free. Yes, sir. That's right. Hey. All right. So you out of here? All right. Bye. Oh, look, Gizmo. Hold on. Hold on. Look. You guys want to see Gizmo? Hold on, the thing can't. Can you see him there? Gizmo, oh yeah. Oh, he went under the table. Oh, there, there, hold on. Where, where is he? <laughs> Gizmo! Oh yeah. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> oh, Gizmo shut. That's Gizmo there. Alright. Bye. Bye, Gizmo. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's Gizmo there. Oh, thanks. So, oh, yeah, thanks for the. Uh, what do we call it? Like, uh. Thanks for the patronage, whatever. Thanks for the patronage, you know, so you can buy our supplies. Right? Is that what you mean? Thanks. No, no. That was pretty good. Pretty good shit. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for participating. 
There you go. Look at that. What a what a way to end the show, huh? What a way to end the show. We all, are we <coughs> doing the show or what? Nah. Not yet. Not yet. I'm gonna go a little longer right now. Yeah, the tequila's not that bad though. It doesn't mix well with uh, the whiskey, though. Anyway, shout out to Barb with the gift. See, look here. It's 18 and over to drink. You see? To me, the whole thing with Richard Hart, it's all about, like, you know, is he going to produce or not? I get it. You know what I mean? To me, it's all good. Like, I, I'm just, I'm going on, I'm going on, like, the fact that I hope that, you know, what he says is true. And I don't know if it is or not. And if it is, it'd be awesome. It'd be great. And that's what, that's what makes crypto so awesome. And um, it's about this, it's about all these disruptive forces out there. You know that are gonna at the end of the day really change the world and uh in ways that we haven't seen before because look let's not kid ourselves you know in order for a bunch of guys you know to gather around uh a bunch of free men i'm talking about our forefathers i'm not talking about our gay asses all right um but our forefathers you know for them to be able to gather and for them to be able to create a nation of free men and for that to be the inspiration for other nations of free men to be developed and so on and so forth. And for us to be, you know, at this point where we are in humanity, um, it's uh, it was only you know possible with technology, you know, the technology that we had at the time. 
you know, whether it was a printing press or all the other technologies that we had available. All right. Whatever. I'm drunk, or right? I can't remember them all. But you know what they are. <laughs> the we I don't know what the fuck. Anyways, but at least the printing press and other shit. And I could go on and on. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, right now, we have a bunch of new technologies available to us. And uh, we've never been freer than we have before. Even though we've uh, enslaved ourselves to the point where we got to fight for our freedom again. And we will and we'll be able to... Look, at the end of the day, it's like this. It's like a spiral. As each day goes on, I mean, as each kind of event goes on or as history goes on, we just go up the spiral a little bit more and a little bit. And, uh, you know... It's just, it takes time, you know what I mean? It's just, it is what it is, so. But anyways, uh, but yeah, with this new technology, we'll be able to really, uh, you know, take it to the next level, you know, and uh, have more freedom for humanity um, as we, uh, you know, do this whole thing here, so. Yep. <laughs> I don't know, man, I think we're, I think we're kind of good here. I don't know what else we got to talk about. You know? Anyone else out there wanna wanna chime in with anything else? I'm already pretty drunk. We're just watching this guy on the DJ thing there, uh, and I don't know what else to say. I want ice cream. All I can think about is ice cream. I'm not gonna lie. Even before I took that shot, I just want ice cream. Is I got some ice cream in the fridge, and um, I want to eat it. And um, I'm just waiting to finish this here so I can eat my ice cream. And I wasn't too sure whether I was going to still want to eat the ice cream after taking the tequila shot, but I still want to eat the ice cream. And uh, that's all I'm thinking about right now. And I don't know what to say. So. Foxtrot says, so man, when the next walk video from Street Life, I like the Mexico streets, I'll also be there. I'm glad you asked that. Sunday. This Sunday is a walk and talk. So I actually I recorded a walking and talking episode and I just finished, uh, you know, uploading it and all that good stuff. So on Sunday um, is the next show is the next walk and talk. So I'm glad you brought that up. And that's when it's coming up. And um, and I'm going to be doing more of those. And then after that, I'm going to do another um, video in the car, you know, in the truck. Um, but this time I went through at Centro, you know, with all the busy people and a bunch of shit going on. So I think it'll be pretty good uh, background. It'll be almost as good as walking around, but I definitely got to walk around all that. And pretty soon I'm going to be doing other stuff like going uh, um, to flea markets and, you know, um, all this other stuff. So open air markets and stuff like that. So and things are already open up and back to normal. Spaghetti, spaghetti news to the moon. That's right. What's up, guys? Hope you're having a great. We're having a great night, Adam. Shout out to you. Watch your infrastructure. That's right. So, so, so. Anyways, uh, shout out to everybody out there. I'm glad everybody's uh, out there. We're having a great time. Ice cream. Ice cream. You scream. We all scream for ice cream. I'm gonna put some marshmallows. I'm gonna put some nuts. I'm gonna put some cranberries. I'm gonna put some. Uh, I'm gonna put a bunch of shit. Um, those fucking ice cream. That's right. It's gonna be very good. I can't wait. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. I don't know what else we're gonna talk about here. Uh, I think we had a pretty good show. You know, um, we started strong. 
Um, we uh, talked a lot about uh, the monetary system. We talked a lot about, you know, uh, you know, important stuff that a lot of people have been asking me uh, to talk about for a very long time. And then uh, once we finished that, we had a nice little party. We got pretty drunk. I'm pretty drunk. I'm pretty fucked up. And um, I've been drinking since early today. Um, I had some steaks today for dinner. We uh, we had some ribeyes. Um, we had two ribeyes, you know, over a pound of meat um, for $6. Total meal cost, you know, between the salad and the fries and all that shit was like uh, 6 I mean, uh, $11. So we had a, like, nice, pretty good, fancy meal. Daniel says, thank you, very good show. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Appreciate you, too. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. I enjoyed doing it. It was a good show. I enjoyed it. Um, what else? What else? I did not cook the steak well done. I cooked the steak well done. Um, it was on, not on purpose. No, it wasn't well done. I cooked it like medium. So, all right. Did you make a video where you show how much pieces of land in the countryside cost? Uh, look, I, I've made videos showing people where you can find where all that costs. And uh, I, I don't want to make videos on that because, you know, it changes all the time. And and at the end of the day, that's I don't want to do real estate videos. I want to do videos I want to do. And, uh, you know, you can, you can find that on your own. I apologize, Fox Coit. But I've made videos on how you can do the research yourself. They're on my website. Um, check them out. Will the cooking show be next week? All week? No, I don't know. I'm bringing back cooking. Um, I want to do a lot of things. We're going to play it by ear. Um, but yeah, we're going to be bringing, bring, bringing back the cooking. And um, we're going to see how it all plays out. But yeah, we're going to be bringing back cooking and... Uh, you know, like I said, I want to do all kinds of videos. I'm bringing back the live. I'm bringing back. I gotta. I gotta make uh, short videos. Um, I want to do another version of the live show, but that's gonna be way later in the future, not for now, and all that good stuff. So, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, because I mean, I don't know. I like the cooking. I'm not gonna lie. And um, I, I make these videos because I like these videos too. But, you know, the Mexico videos, I do them because they pay the bills um, and I help people. But if I had the choice, I would just do the cooking and only the cooking, you know. But, you know, it is what it is. It also pays the bills to take shots, you know, and have Lodak pay you. But, you know, if, if I do that every night, I make Lodak go broke, you know. I know he's rich and all. Because he's a Bills fan and he's been betting on the Bills forever. And, uh, you know, he's a zillionaire. But we're going to get back to the cooking 100%. Oh, yeah, there you go. Thanks, Lord. I appreciate it. Glad you think the cooking is great. Yeah, I mean, I love the cooking. But we're going to get, I'm going to see if I can make some short versions of that. Um, we're definitely going to do the live cooking again. But I, I want to do like an edited version of the live cooking show. I don't know if that makes any sense. So, you know, like a shorter version, a more digestible version. Um, still long, at least an hour, but a just more digestible version of it. And, uh, 
Yeah, so we're working on that and better better cameras and definitely work on that too. So slowly but surely, we'll get there. We'll get there. You know, with all the donations I'm getting from Lodak, we'll get there sooner than later. That's for sure. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Appreciate it. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before I head the fuck out of here and go get my ice cream? Charge some bills, make money. By the way, Lodak, Lodak. Um, I'm going to be watching the game, obviously, here on my computer. It's going to be awesome. If you're around, I'll be on Discord and we can chat, you know, like message each other on Discord, you know, while while the game's going on, if you want. But I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll try talking at the beginning of the game um, and we'll see what delay we have. Because if, you know, if one of us has too big of a delay, I don't want it to fucking be spoiler. I don't want to spoil the game for you and, you know, and vice versa, you know, no, no spoiler for me. But, you know, but it'll be fun if you want, you know, we could trash talk and talk shit while the game's going on. So I'll be on. That's for sure. So you can just message me on Discord, private message me and we'll go from there. It'll be fun. And I hope, I hope the Dolphins win, but I also hope the Bills win, you know? It'll be fun, you know? I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, you know, the Bills have a soft heart, you know, soft place in my heart for a lot of reasons. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all Dolphins all day. So, we're going to see that. So, all right. I mean, I don't know what else to say. We've got a few more minutes here. We're watching this guy dance. So, this guy's an Asian guy that lives in England. And he DJs. Um, Russian music. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I wrote myself a not Jose versus the fish. What? What do you mean Jose versus the fish? I don't get it. That's right. Peace be upon both teams. Oh. Let me see if we can do... Um, let's do one last song here before we end it. Alright, this last song, we're going to end it with this, guys, right? So, anyways, guys, thanks again for watching. Thanks again for hanging out with me today. I fucking love you guys. You guys are the best. Shout out to Lodak. Special shout out to Lodak today. He is the, the winner... The wiener for the highest prize of the donations. Had a brain fart there. Um, thank you very much. Shout out to you. Love you. Love you all. No homo. Thanks you. Let's uh, play some Russian music before we get the fuck out of here. And I think that's it, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, shout out to you. All right. Okay. Let's do this. Russia. That's me in Russia. That would be me in Russia right there. Uh, who else was out there? Hold on. We got Hip Loco with three bucks. 
then we got two bucks coming from Maze One. Shout out to everybody out there for the $85. Fuck yeah, man. I made rent. And if the Dolphins win, I'll fucking see you guys on Sunday. Drink the brown Kool-Aid. Too late. Brown Kool-Aid, baby. In a green bottle.
Путин, два, Путин, три, Путин, 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 раз, Путин, два, Путин, три, Путин, Путин, раз, Путин, два, Путин, три, Путин, 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 раз. Путин, два, Путин, три, Путин, Путин.